Here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? Welcome to Gambling with Gold. NFL Week 17 betting preview. My name is Jason Gold. This is Steffi Smalls. We are here to make some money. Only two weeks left to cash these checks in all 16 games this week. Let's take advantage of the opportunity. Let's make some money. Steph, how are the holidays? Hope you're feeling better. Ready to roll? Yes, holidays are good. I had to go to Minnesota and watch the Giants lose in a heartbreaking loss there, but I can't believe it's all—it's already the end of the season. I don't know how it went by so fast, but I'm pumped to win some money these next couple weeks. I can't wait. I'm so excited to see what happens over the next couple weeks. Also wanted to talk to you guys about how excited we are about our newest product, Spicy Slips. It has been awesome. I hope that all of you got a chance to play over the Christmas NBA games. NBA games are going on every night, so there is an opportunity for you every night to get involved. Use that $10 promo code. Use the code SPICY. Use the code Holiday Spice. Either one will give you $10 towards use on Spicy Slips. Basically, it's open-ended live game parlays, so go to the app, pick a game that you're watching, and go ahead and throw some money around like a crazy person. Enjoy it. You can bet on the next score, whether it's going to be a two or three. You can bet on whether Giannis is going to make or miss his next basket. Last night, we had Matt, if you go to our YouTube and look at it, he did a race to 10, first uh, first to 10 points between the Lakers and the Heat. Super exciting. So get involved, put a parlay together, put a spicy slip together, and enjoy. Make sure to use that code SPICY for $10 off. All right, let's jump right into it. Thursday night football, we have the Dallas Cowboys heading to Tennessee to take on the Titans. The line right now is 13, and the total is 40. Doesn't look like we're going to get either of what I would consider to be the starting running backs in these games. Derrick Henry definitely not going to play. Tony Pollard probably not going to play. Really sucks for those of us in fantasy that have Pollard as our spicy <laughs> RB2 all year. We will not be able to use him in a championship game. That's okay. But still an interesting game. Nonetheless, both teams that are in playoff contention. This game does not mean anything for the Titans. If they lose, if they win, it doesn't matter. Their game, their playoff hopes come down to next week versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. That game will likely be on Sunday night football. That's it. They win, they're in, that's it. The Dallas Cowboys are a little bit more interesting. They're obviously in the playoffs, but they're pretty much locked in the five seed unless the Eagles lose their next two games and the Cowboys win their next two games. Hence, the line is 13. Is that line egregiously high? Absolutely. But, Steph, what do you think? Is there an advantage to playing the Titans and Malik Willis plus 13 at home, or are we going to attack this game from a different angle? It's just so many points. Like, it's so many points. And I struggle with that because I think that Tennessee is also the team where they're going to come out. Like, you kind of want to see what you have in Malik Willis. Maybe they play around with what they do, what the playbook looks like. I don't like betting on the Dallas Cowboys, but it's hard for me looking at these two teams, looking at how banged up the Tennessee Titans are. I mean, they're their top three O linemen are on IR. Um, their injury report is quite literally a disaster. We've seen Malik Willis have, I don't know what you want to call them, rookie hiccups, rookie, whatever you want. You kind of expected this coming into the season. I don't know. I I, I lean, I struggle to take that many points with Dallas. So I lean taking the third team in Tennessee. 
Yeah, I'm kind of on Tennessee plus 13 also. This feels to me like a super sleepy Dallas spot. They just got yes. after – they just played the Eagles. They got the win. There's probably pretty unrealistic that they're going to end up with the one seed and chase down the Eagles in this spot. Eagles are favored by five and a half at home versus New Orleans, and it also behooves them to beat New Orleans given that they have their draft pick, something that's been talked about ad nauseum. I still don't think Jalen Hurts is going to play, but – I think the Eagles will be able to get it done. And as soon as the Eagles win that game, they have the one seed. So why should Dallas really care yeah. about this game other than to put a little bit of pressure on the Eagles? But 13, that's a lot. That would not be the way that I want to attack this game, though. I kind of like the under 40. I don't think there's yeah. going to be very many points in this game. And you might as well get these props in before Pollard's officially ruled out. Zeke touchdown mm-hmm. anytime, minus 170. That's a that's a lock. If, if Pollard's out... All of those targets or red zone carries go to Zeke. So I'm all over Zeke, touchdown, minus 170. And his rushing yards right now is like 59 and a half. I'll take the over on that too. I think this is completely a feed Zeke game. Why put anyone else at risk? You don't need to. Your defense will play well enough to slow down Malik Willis and Hassan Haskins. Like, let's be honest about this thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I was just looking. Dak Prescott is – he is, right now is trying to lead the league in interceptions. The dude is just like, let me throw as many as possible so I can make sure I win something um, since I'm not a front runner for anything else. You could have got that over half an interception prop at plus 110 yesterday. It's now down to minus 110. I still would bet it. Um, I think there's value in maybe taking two. I don't know what that number is, but uh, they probably will pass the ball a lot. I think that you, you know, the one thing that Tennessee does do kind of well is they, they are good at stopping the run. And now you have Zeke. You take out your explosive uh, running back that is Pollard, who is likely not playing. It really seems like it's trending in that direction. Um, I think that they'll be passing the ball a lot. So I do like Dak to throw an interception tonight. The ultimate small special, as we call it during Daily Dozen, <laughs> the anytime quarterback interception. I will ride that with you for sure on Dallas. All right, let's close it out with a score prediction for Dallas versus Tennessee. What do you got? Oh, my gosh. I don't know here. You go first. I don't know. Give me Cowboys. Just kidding. Give me Cowboys 19, Titans 14. I'll work close here. I'm going to go Dallas uh, 27. No, (laughs) Dallas 24, Tennessee 13. Yeah. I'm keeping it real low. Keeping it gross. Keeping it low for Thursday night. Yeah. All right. New segment that we were bringing to the market right now in honor of Spicy Slips. Let's talk about it. Week 17, spiciest take. Seth, you have the floor. What are you thinking? You have to tell me which one's spicier because I guess neither of these are that spicy because I think they're both realistic. I think the Packers win this week. Is that spicy or no? Steph. Is that spicy? Such a mind melt. No, okay. So here's where I'm at. And then I'll hit you back with your second one. My spicy take was the Packers win, but the Packers don't cover. Yes, so that's, Minnesota, yes. Minnesota covers the plus three and a half, and the Packers make the playoffs by beating the Lions next week, and they sneak into the seventh seed at nine and eight. That's where I'm at. That's my yeah, spicy take of the week. It's honestly just written out so perfectly for them. We're seeing Aaron Rodgers start putting things together. There's a little bit more chemistry. It looks like everyone wants to be on the field a little bit more. The team's getting a little healthier. Um, the Vikings continue, like they just play field goal games. It's just the team that they are. They might do this all the way through the playoffs. I don't know. Uh, it would be a little bit shocking. 
I just watched the Giants. I think the Giants in, you know, a couple different calls. And, like, I hope we see the Vikings in the playoffs. I have confidence that the Giants can beat them if they played again. Um, I think that the Packers don't cover, but I think they win this game. The Vikings also, when the fuck, do they haven't even played in the cold yet this year? I don't think they have. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. They saw, you know, the other pieces of the NFC North earlier in the year. So um, probably a good game for Dalvin against that kind of crappy defense. But I, I think that the Packers pull this one out. So the Packers have the Vikings and then the Lions. And if they win mm-hmm. both, good chance that they're going to get in, especially if the Lions end up winning out this week and maybe perhaps the Jets lose. But at 9-8, and eight, Packers have a really good shot. This Vikings team, we know, this is the luckiest team in the NFL. They are ripe for a first-round loss. I'm trying to find what I should compare them to, like, outside, like, in my real life. Like, who do I know that's, like, just the luckiest person ever for no reason? And, like, why? Like, I feel like yeah. they're, like, the, the ugly dude at the nightclub who somehow ends up with a chick at the end of the night. You're like, Always. how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, it's crazy. I Or, like, the, you know the friend that, like, every single time they get a scratch off, they win something. Like, or you yeah. go to the casino with them, and, like, they always come back in the green, and you're like, what? Like, why you? It's so crazy. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're so lucky. Maybe they do ride it out. Like, I think there is something to this team. Like, they are – they are lucky and uh, they're figuring it out. I think that they are improving overall, but are they, what are they going to do when they face like a 49ers team? Um, and I don't think they can go on the road and win. And I think it's going to be cold. And I think they haven't played, played in the cold yet. So um, yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep going back to these stats. Like it's crazy. They're averaging 5.3 yards per play and they're giving up six yards per play. Now, like let's look at, they have scored 378 points this season. They've given up 373 points this season. They're 12 and three with a plus five differential. It, it like the numbers continue to boggle yeah. the mind. I yeah. don't understand. And what I'm wondering is, this probably doesn't make any sense in the real world, but the Vikings have been absolutely shit on for their entire existence. Some would say mm-hmm. the unluckiest professional franchise in North American sports. Are they just all reaping it up this year, or are the gambling guys, the football guys, just setting them up to get nut-punched again once we get to the playoffs? Yeah, and I think also Vikings Twitter has been um, – they're getting quite cocky, and I think that they are tormenting Packers Twitter because it's been a really long time since the Vikings have been dominant uh, in the NFC North, if that's what you want to call them. And I think the Packers are going to end, and it's going to be a brutal day for Vikings Twitter on there. Let me tell you, because they are making it. I would just like simmer down, like just a little bit. <laughs> All right. So we're both going to take the Packers to win, but by a field goal, last second field goal. We'll yes. even go there. There we go. And the Packers somehow sneak in to the playoffs. What was your other spicy take that you had circled? Is it? I don't know if it's spicy. Maybe it's not spicy because other teams stinks, in my opinion. I think Carolina Panthers beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and I'm not, and I'm not I, really that worried about it, actually. So, I I don't think that it it's pretty spicy. Look, anytime that you say that Tom Brady is going to lose with a playoff spot on the line, I think it's spicy. The guy is still the goat. I don't care that he's 45 years old and he's struggling to carry a team to beat mm-hmm. the Arizona Cardinals on the road with Trace McSwirly 
at quarterback. Yeah. But Carolina looks like a really good team, and Steve Wilkes de- deserves a ton of credit for what he's doing he down there. And he should get some consideration to be the full-time head coach. Do I think he will be or should be? Not necessarily, but the guy should at least get an interview at this point, especially if they end up pulling this out and making the playoffs. Tampa's Tampa's ripe to be taken over. This is a good spot for Carolina, but also we saw what Carolina did last week. Do we really want to go down the rabbit hole with Carolina two weeks in a row with Sam Darnold? I'm not 100% sure, which is why this is a spicy take for sure. Yeah. Okay, I think the two outcomes will happen. Either Carolina is winning this game or this is like the Arizona game and Tampa pulls it out right there at the end. Like, I don't – I just don't think the Bucks are a dominant team, and I don't think against this Carolina defense they're going to be able to do that. And Tom Brady, another guy. Like, what, are they, like, competing to try to get in the race to throw the, the most fucking interceptions in the history of ever? Like, Brady's thrown two interceptions in each of the last three weeks. It's insane. Um, he, yeah. So Carolina, I don't know why. I think that if you watch this show since the beginning, they like kind of have tugged at my heartstrings a little bit for whatever reason it is. I also love that Christian McCaffrey leaves and it really hasn't damaged their rushing game at all. Like they have still been dominant. Um, what they rush for, like, I mean, 173 last time that they saw this team and they're coming off like an insane, like 320 yard escapade against the Lions. So uh, I like Carolina. I think they're a little frisky. And I think that depending on who they, you know, maybe Darnold is the answer to be a bridge quarterback. I don't know. Do I want to rely on him for a whole next season? No, not really. But uh, if you can continue to add pieces and this defense can get even stronger and you get, you know, I don't know. He, I, I agree that Wilkes should probably be in the conversation. Do I think that that's the right move? Not necessarily. But I think that they, you know, Carolina has got something to talk about. Carolina, or sorry, Steve Wilkes strikes me as a head coach that you want if all the other pieces of your team are settled and you just need a grown-up in the room to manage them. That is not what is happening in Carolina. You need someone to be the face of the organization, which is probably why I wouldn't go in that direction, but he has done a really wonderful job. I will say on that game, I do have a best bet there. Over 40 and a half, I think there's going to be a little bit more scoring than we think in that game. I have bet that aggressively throughout this week, so take the over 40 and a half. All right, let's get to what everyone apparently on YouTube loved last week, the can't-miss parlay. Let's ride right into it. Week 17, can't-miss parlay. Steph, we're each going to throw out three bets that we left this week. We're going to put it into a parlay. We're going to put $100 on it and see what comes out. All right, you got the first pick. What do you like? All right. Another team that has pulled in my heartstrings. I don't know what my problem is with this team, and I'm not going to get off of them. Give me the Falcons minus three. I don't All care. Right. I, You know, even if they lose this game, I mean, both of these teams are basically shitstorms. Nothing good is happening here. They're both on losing streaks. They're scoring, like, under 15 points per game. I like the Falcons to cover the minus three. All right, so – I'm going to make a, a, a hedge suggestion here. Let's just go with the money line since we're doing a 16 point line. Okay. Fair. So my first pick then is going to be, I'm going to get super spicy with it because fuck it. Why not? We're going to go with the Houston Texans money line plus 170 to take out the Jaguars. This game means absolutely nothing to Jacksonville. As we mentioned earlier with the Tennessee thing, <laughs> there's no reason for them to play anybody. And the Houston Texans talk about a team being feisty. The Houston Texans are feisty as shit right now. They're coming off of a win. They just competed 
with Dallas and Kansas City in back-to-back games before that. The last three games have been one of the better teams in the AFC, shockingly. Plus 170, got to do it. And they are the only team that could fuck with their chances to get the number one overall pick. Like, that is a Houston Texans thing. They're going to just hand that over to, like, the Chicago Bears um, and win this meaningless game just to fuck themselves out of a better draft spot. (laughs) I have a secondary point to this. My next bet is I want to take the Detroit Lions money line because I do think the Chicago Bears are going to end up with the number one pick in the NFL draft because the Texans are going to win out. So that's going to be my second pick. Okay. We're going to add the Detroit Lions minus 255 money line into this. So right now we have Atlanta minus 175, Houston plus 170, and Detroit minus 255. Where we're going to go next. All right. Listen. I have said this week after week that I don't bet on my team, but I bet on my team and I'm betting on my team. But there's three ways we can play this because I'm sure that you do not want to play this game. Okay, so we can either take the over on the total. That's 38 and a half. We Uh, could either take the – it's moved. I have the five and a half. So the Giants minus six, which I like the money line better because we know this team does not blow teams out. But the New York Giants are in a playoff hunt. They beat the other three AFC South teams by an average of five points per game. Saquon is kind of picking up again. He's averaging 5.3 yards per carry in the last two weeks. The Colts are off a short week. And as much as I love Big Dick Nick, I love Big Dick Nick. He looks like dog shit. I mean, like to the point where it's not like, let me brush off the the rust. Like he doesn't want to play football. I've been saying this. Like he said it before. He's probably prepared to say it again. He wants to sit collect a paycheck, give his gospel speeches to on his tours and do his thing. He doesn't want to fucking play football. And you guys keep making him play football. I think the Giants win this game. How much they win this game by, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but the Colts, the Colts are dead. There's a reason why they have Foles in, and that is to very obviously tank. All right. So let's take, let's take the New York Giants minus 240 on the money line. And what's going to be your third pick that we throw in here? I don't think you're going to like this because I kind of talked my way out of it. But so there's two. I know you don't like the Carolina minus three. How do you no, feel about I, New England minus three? Because I'm ready I for actually, the dem- demise of the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, I would rather take the Carolina plus three. Okay, honestly. there you go. Uh, I kind of like like Teddy, Teddy B science experiment. I know it's not his first game starting yeah. this year, but like New England's dog shit. New England is so bad and just a disaster of a coaching staff yeah. organization right now. I, I don't really want to do that. Carolina plus three. Let's do Carolina plus three. Okay. All right. Uh, so right now we have in Atlanta minus 175, Houston plus 170, Detroit minus 255, Giants minus 240. We should actually probably do Lions and Giants in a uh, parlay together. And then – where do we want to go with this last pick? All right, I'm going to give you two options. Let's see where you want to go on this one. All right. Okay. We could take the Pittsburgh Steelers plus 125. The Baltimore Ravens are still struggling. We think it's going to be mm-hmm. Tyler Huntley again. The Steelers still all, all of a sudden in playoff contention. The Ravens already have shit locked up. No reason, really, to get too aggressive here unless you think that you're going to win the division. You would have a chance if you win this week and the Bengals lose to the Bills – it would be basically a playing game for that division mm-hmm. next week, but still means more to Pittsburgh. Or we go back and we re-ride the Mike White train coming back against the Seattle Seahawks. 
minus 125 on the Jets. Still in playoff contention as well. I don't know. I think it could be interesting. Those are the kind of the two that I'm thinking. Okay. I think I lean the Steelers there. Oh, I'm kind of torn here, though, because while I do think the Jets will probably win this game, but is this where Mike White comes back and he's like, look at me, I'm a backup quarterback? Like, because it's like, feels like it could be that game. Um, I like the Seahawks plus two and a half. So I lean the Steelers here. I, you know, I think Tomlin's on his Tomlin shit, and I think that they win this game. I think Pickett also has quietly just improved every single game. Like, he's starting to play like, some good football. Like it's watchable football. Um, so I, I, I think I like the Steelers here. They also did put up six points versus the Raiders through 58 minutes of football last week, but that's okay. We'll, we'll talk about I that. I think everyone plays down to the Raiders or up to the Raiders. Whatever the Raiders do, that decides how their opponent plays. We'll talk about a team that's in a shitstorm right now. My <laughs> God. All right. So you want to take, we'll do the Steelers money line. So here we go. Let's put it in the hundred dollars here. We're going to be at, oh, no, it went away. All right, hold on. We're going to get it back. We need to get in this parlay, 16 parlay. We're going to do a lot of money lines. All right, so we have the Houston Texans plus 170. We're going to do the New York Giants minus 240. We're going to do the Detroit Lions minus 255. We're going to do the Atlanta Falcons minus 175. We're going to do the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 125. And then there's one bet that I'm missing on here. What did I miss? You are missing Carolina. Carolina. Carolina yeah. plus three. Plus Correct. three. Okay. I hope you saying All minus. Because right. Tom Brady doesn't deserve to be favored. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and recap this really quickly. Carolina plus three. Pittsburgh plus 125 on the money line. Atlanta minus 175. Houston Texans plus 170. The Detroit Lions at minus 255. And the New York Giants at minus 240, $100 to win $3,575. We have to do it. I'm submitting this bet right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love it. That was super spicy. The it's spicy can't miss It's fun. It's fun. It's in. the end of the season. This is fun. All right. Let's do our last preview of the week. Monday night football. We have the best game of the week. No doubt about it. Bills minus one and a half at the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 12 and three against the spread this season, which is basically impossible given the fact that they're coming off of a magical Super Bowl run and they're running it back again this year. Joe Burrow continues to be the absolute magician. I don't know how he keeps doing it, but he keeps doing it and he keeps getting it done. He looks great. They look great. That defense in the second half continues to be the best unit in football. But the big bad Buffalo Bills are coming into town, playing for their snowstorm brethren who are stuck inside of Walmarts trying to escape. They can't. The Bills are fighting for them. What do you think about this game? Do you think the Bills can pull this off and clinch the number one seed? Or do we think that the Bengals are going to make this a little interesting? Okay. So when I started researching this game, I'm, right, I'm I was on the Bengals. I'm like, it's the Bengals plus two and a half. I still like the Bengals plus two and a half. Do I think the Bengals win this game? I don't know. They've won, what, seven straight games. They've been playing out of their – I mean, not even out of their ass, just where they should be – the level they should be playing at since their bye week a million years ago. They've covered seven straight spreads. And you know what? Trends have to die. They have to die, Jason. That's too many in a row. I want the Bills. All right. 
One seed on the line. Bengals 12 and 3 against the spread this year. I'm sorry. I'm a regression player. I got to do it. We're going with the Buffalo goddamn Bills. Strike the music, strike the band. We're riding Josh Allen. And you know where else we're riding? We're going to ride the second half under because that's how like these it. teams have played this year. We're going to ride the Bills. We'll do a money line or minus one, minus one and a half, whatever we want to do. And every single big game that Josh Allen has ever played in, what does he do? He runs the fucking ball. We're going to take yeah. the over on rushing yards, 43 and a half. I guarantee you that he's going Too to low. run for 50 plus in this game, as long as he's healthy the entire game, which we hope to see. Yeah. You probably get an interception at both these guys. I also, what's interesting is Burrow has started to make his way into like these MVP talks. If they do win this game, you probably see his odds change drastically. So I've thought to myself about sprinkling on it, but I don't think I can bring myself because I still don't see a lot of value on that number. So Mahomes right now minus 500 and Burrow is second at plus 700, at least the last <laughs> rankings that I saw on DraftKings. Jalen Hurts is plus 1,000 at this point. I get it. He's probably not going to play this week, but that line seems crazy that he was the favorite two weeks ago just because he missed two games that they're going to be out, especially given the fact that they lost the game that he did not yeah. play in. Um. I don't know if there's any value in betting against Mahomes. Josh Allen plus 800, Burrow plus 750 right now. I guess you could bet on both. Like whoever wins this game has a dominant performance. But I think it would probably also take Mahomes losing to Russ and the Denver Broncos this week. Yeah. Which I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think that's going to happen. Honestly, and are we going to sprinkle on Justin Jefferson 80 to 1? Because I think I'm going to fucking do it. I think I'm going to fucking do it. All right. I, now I mean, the media is talking, everyone's tweeting, all these big shots are saying it shouldn't just be a QB award anymore. I think that if Justin Jefferson has a insane performance the next two weeks, I don't think it's out of the question. Why not? It's fun. 80 to 1? I think it's possible. I mean, he's minus 800 to win Offensive Player of the Year at this point. And they're going to go, what, 13 and 4? I get it. it. It's just flat out. It'll never happen. I know. Basically, you're just flushing money. You're flushing money on the principle it's of the idea that he shouldn't be involved in the conversation, which I agree with. He should be involved in the conversation. He's met more of that team. It's Patrick Mahomes. In, yeah, it's Mahomes. It was it's always Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. It was always Mahomes. It was always Mahomes. <laughs> All right, so let's do a score prediction for Monday Night Football on the way out of here. What do you got? Oh, God. Do we think it's going to be super high scoring? I don't know about that. Give me... 27 24 bills. Oh, fuck. I was really in the same area as you. I'll go a little bit All under right. that. I'll go I'll go uh I'll go 24 24-21 bills. Yeah. All right. Bengals are that, winning now. The Bengals are winning now. Of course they are. Well, Steph and I are actually fading ourselves. We're actually going to bet all of everybody on the Bengals this week. Yeah. All right, that does it for Gambling with Gold NFL Week 17 betting preview. Steph, it has been a pleasure. Use that code SPICY for $10 promo code for playing our newest game, Spicy Slips. We cannot wait for you guys to get involved. If you love the NBA, if you live, love live games, if you love live betting, this product is perfect for you. It is the best product that we have ever put to market. Please go play it. And also, if you're knocked out of your fantasy playoffs already, we have nothing better for you than to play a little boost ball or a little Sunday's best. Get involved. Don't let the fantasy football game die just yet. We will have fantasy for the playoffs for boost ball. So make sure that you draft 
right after week 18, and you can continue to play all the way through the Super Bowl. Until then, good luck with your best this week. We'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. See ya.